And Father, we thank you that we dedicate this day, this day to you, Father. And we thank you, Father, as we come, Lord, on this Sabbath day to honor you, Father, and to worship you, Jesus, to honor you, Father. You know, Pastor Christine, when you were saying that this day is such a solemn day, such a, you know, of course, it's quiet outside and, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful day. God created us to rest on this day, to be able to meditate on him and to worship him. Hallelujah. But you know, I, I think, I think we, we do this all the time, but Sunday is something special about Sunday that we come together. Hallelujah. Amen. How would it be when Jesus Christ comes? Hallelujah. Amen. How would it be when that great day comes that we're all going to be with the Lord. Hallelujah, amen. Are you excited? You know, we have to always just uh, at least remind ourselves that we're going somewhere. Uh, this is where pilgrims passing through. This earth is tired. This uh, earth is, is, is just, uh, uh, the Bible calls it groaning uh, for his return. Uh, we're seeing things that are happening around us that we've never seen before. But, you know, nevertheless, uh, we're excited that uh, it won't be long that we'll be going home to see the Lord. If we ever get a glimpse of how our future will be, think about it, what the Bible says. If, you, if you'll just, just trust what the Bible says and don't look at how Hollywood has made uh, death, how he has made the afterlife, but trust what the Bible says. It, it's, it's a new world. It's a new way of living. It's, it's a new... Listen, my father, my father-in-law, and those that preceded us uh, are, are just in a real place, a real place, much alive, alive as they can be, hallelujah, amen, and so they're rejoicing. We're the ones that, uh, that have to keep pressing through in this, in this tired world, hallelujah, amen, but nevertheless, nevertheless we, make, we make, while we're on earth, we make our life here on earth like heaven, hallelujah, amen, serving the Lord, hallelujah, amen, and so it's a privilege serving the Lord in these days, even more, hallelujah, amen, and yes, the anointing has increased, I can sense the anointing increasing in all our life, all of us, hallelujah, I think it was one day, a couple of weeks ago, I was telling Damala, we were talking about, I don't even remember what we are talking about, but, but I do remember telling him this, that, you know, there was a, there was a precious, uh, precious, thing that we had to pay not that it we pay to serve the lord but we go through things in life that really bring rewards hallelujah amen and and so it makes you stronger what you go through it makes you stronger it makes you qualified it makes you uh, thankful it makes you wiser it makes you just grateful hallelujah amen uh, i was telling my wife yesterday my little my little granddaughter came to visit us and uh, she's such a precious little girl. I haven't seen her in a long time. Little Lily. And uh, I was telling my wife, you know, uh, little Lily is growing up, right? But we have to understand something. The older you get, or the more sh wiser you get, right, the more you see the childish things in people. Uh, now, think what I'm going to say by the Holy Ghost. You start seeing the childish things in people, and it doesn't hinder you any longer because you've already matured in the Lord. And you're just, like, like I said, like little Lily was running all over the place and I let her play with bubbles and she was throwing bubbles all over the house. And, and you know, she was just having the time, didn't care, just bubbles everywhere, right? A little child. And then I think her mama said something, her dad said something, she just picked up her head 
And I said, look at you, where'd you get that from? You're so young to, to put your head up like that. And I said, and I was thinking about the Lord reminded me, I see some adults do that. Amen, hallelujah. And they're just right. So they're just child, they're children. But thank God that we have matured, right? Amen, we have matured by the word, by the word, by the word, hallelujah, amen. You know, think about it. Doing that. I, I, can't believe, I can't see you guys doing that. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Well, it's Mother's Day. Amen. And, and I, I, just, uh, I just thank God for all the mothers that are, that are out there. All the mothers are special. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to share with you something on Mother's Day. I, I usually don't try to put a sermon with the topic of that, of that celebration, but today I feel like doing that. Amen. Because I know there's a lot of mothers here and those that are watching and, and believe me, there are a lot of people watching online these days. It's amazing. I, I'm just so tickled to see what's going on out there. But let's open our Bibles to Proverbs 31. I love the Proverbs 31 uh, chapter. We see so many things. But I want to read it to you from the Good News Bible. Amen. Now, now let me just give you, a, 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 what do you call, um, a warning real quickly. Amen. I use the King James Bible. Then I go into the New King James Bible. That's my foundational teaching uh, where I learn. But then I use other translations to find certain scriptures, how they sound, what they say. Because a lot of them also are wonderful translations. But not all the new uh, Bible translations are kind of, they kind of don't go in that direction that, that the King James goes, right? So you have to really be wise in that area, amen? But I love the way it says it here, hallelujah, amen? Now, now uh, go ahead and, and, and I guess listen to mine from the Good News Bible, amen? And then, of course, you can read yours. I don't know if you can read yours and listen to mine at the same time. Listen to what it says, hallelujah, everybody's ready? A mother, she is strong and respected and not afraid of the future. She speaks with a gentle wisdom. She is always busy and looks after her family's needs. Her children show her appreciation and her husband praises her. He says, many women are good wives, but you are the best of them all. Charm is deceptive. Beauty disappears. <laughs> but a woman who honors the Lord should be praised. Give her credit for all she does. She deserves the respect of everyone. And I really believe that every mother deserves respect. Every mother. Let me talk to the young people today. Amen. Don't ever disrespect any mother. Doesn't matter how old they are or how young they are. Don't ever disrespect them. Let me talk to the young gentlemen out there. Remember your mother. Always respect your mother. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, all of us in here and all of us, you know, a lot of us, uh, our mothers are in heaven. Um, your mother may be in heaven. I know my mother-in-law is in heaven. Uh, many of you, I, I, know, I know many of ours are, are in heaven. I still thank God that my mother is still living. But I, I could only imagine our mothers being gone, right? But the thing about that is, is that we will always respect mothers. Hallelujah. Amen. Not because how they treat us. Now think of what I'm going to say. It's not because how they treat us. It's because who they are in the Bible. Well, my mother is not, nothing like the Bible. Well, that's not what it's saying here. It's saying 
all mothers are to be respected. Amen. It doesn't matter if they serve the Lord or they don't serve the Lord. You shall honor your mother. Hallelujah. Because that's precious in the sight of the Lord. Amen. But I want to tell you something now. Now notice this. If you will read the next one. Or, or um, well, let's just look at something here. If you'll see this, it says, Charm is deceptive. Beauty disappears but a woman who honors the Lord should be praised. This is what makes a woman beautiful. Not her outward appearance, and yet I thank God for beautiful, beautiful women, beautiful mothers. I thank God my mother is so beautiful. I, 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 I just love my mother. And, and listen, all of you are beautiful, beautiful mothers. I tell you, uh, but, but what really is so beautiful is when they honor the Lord, and they praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So in other words, we give her credit for all she does, for all she does. But if we can go back to that focus of honoring the Lord, this is, this is where the beauty is, where she deserves all the respect because the Bible says it, but also because she honors the Lord. Think about all of us, why we serve the Lord today. I serve the Lord because of my mother. I serve the Lord because my mother would always prepare me for church, always encourage me to church. Uh, you know, as a little boy, I would always dress in, in a suit. And I remember I would always hear the adults jingling, uh, change in, in their pockets. And I would always tell mama, mama, I, I like, I'd like to jingle some coins in my pocket. And I remember that my mom would, would fill me, give me some pennies and put them in my pocket. And she says, now go ahead and do that. Do it like the pastor does it. Do it like that. And so I'd go to church and stand next to the pastor, do the same thing. Hallelujah. He was wearing a suit and I'm wearing a suit. See, those are precious memories. I, you know, if you look at all the videos when I was little, it, I was just wearing suit and tie. Just suit and tie. My mama said that I was always preaching. I, I wanted to be a preacher. Uh, so, so, but my mama's the one that reminded me of all of these things. I'm, I'm sure my dad uh, would, uh, would talk about it, but your mama just somehow makes more impact in your life. Uh, so think about mothers, how they made impact in their children's life. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice this. What can we say about mothers? What can you say about mothers? Amen. They, and this is what I wrote. They are stronger than men. They are stronger than men. Oh, yes, men are strong. Uh, they go up, they can pick up bales of hay. And I've seen some women pick bales of hay, man. That women, uh, I've seen some strong women. But, but, but listen, listen. Yes, men may be strong in their physical, in their, in their, in their, in, in their activities. But if you think about it, mother is strong. They're stronger than men when it comes to being loving. Women are loving. Mothers are loving. When, I, always see this, I always say this. When a couple gets married, they may be a little brass. They may be a little prideful and think they know a lot. But I would always tell my wife, wait till they have children. Has anybody ever said that? Wait till they have children. Now, and this is the next phrase that we all say. Because children, all together, children change them. Can you say amen? Is it true? Is it true? Children change, changes girls to mothers, boys to men, and from there, women, women and men to fathers and mothers. Hallelujah. Amen. And so mothers are, are strong and they're 
loving, but, 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 but listen, caring. You, you, you cross a mother's child, you'll deal with the mother. Come on, church, amen. They're caring. Oh, they're generous. I've seen my mother so generous. I've seen my wife generous. I, I, I see mothers give up things for their children. Hallelujah, amen. Uh, you know, even when it's to the point where the father says, oh, we're not going to help them any longer. And the mama is always saying, but honey, you know what? You remember when we were there? All right, let's help them. Hallelujah, amen. They're generous. Hallelujah, amen. They're, they're, they're hospitable. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, you know, they may not have anything in the kitchen to give, but if you go visit a mother, mother will always give you something, give you water with some lemon or, or, or do something or give you a towel to dry your sweat, whatever. Mothers are, are so uh, hospitable, but I've also seen mothers are so affectionate. Mothers will always be affectionate. There's something that causes them to be affectionate, but I also see another side of them that's tough. Mothers are defensive. Come on, church. Have you ever, I remember as a little boy going to the country. I, got, I was going after some little chicks. Going after some little chicks and trying to catch them. Oh, I tell you what, the mama came after me and she had me running. She was pecking at my heels and, and wings flopping and everybody came out. My grandmother said, I told you to leave that hen alone. She'll kill you. And I learned to respect the little the hen, hallelujah. Little bitty thing, hallelujah, amen. But she is so defensive. She's protective, but she's also trusting and there's something about women and mothers that are always trusting. You know what I'm talking about? Men, on the other hand, they, they somehow put up a wall quick and won't trust you. They can read a person. But a mother, somehow she has a, an antenna that she can read a person, but then there's another side that she trusts who that person is the way God makes them. Right? Hallelujah. But then I also see a mother so sensitive. And then I see mothers so discerning. Do you know mothers are discerning? Mothers are discerning. They can see right through. They can see. They can know what you're doing. And, and, and not only the discerning, but now I'm talking about a mother full of Jesus, full of the Lord, full of the Holy Ghost, full of God. A mother is now full of faith. Faith is what makes a mother strong in her walk. Hallelujah. Amen. But going back to stronger than men. Come on. I learned when my wife, when we, when we, when we had Jennifer, my first, our first daughter, I learned that mothers are strong. Come on, church. I was there at delivery. I was there when she, Christine, squeezed my hand and looked at me and said, never again. <laughs> Amen. And I'm standing and I can feel her. I'll tell you, I've never sensed the strength of a woman getting my hand and my fingers. And all of a sudden, I could just feel. I, I was there for hours with her. And I kept saying, wow, that little 9,500-pound girl, that little girl there is such a strong woman there. Hallelujah, amen. But listen to this. Mothers are strong when it comes to that. And, and listen, guys, come on. We got we to we agree. We got to agree. They're strong in giving birth. You know, there's a movie called, uh, what is it, uh, the one that, on PBS? What's it called? Uh, House, uh, uh, Midwives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a show about midwives. Uh, my goodness, I tell you what, you, you, if you don't think women are strong, you need to watch one episode of that. It, it'll change your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. So, but a mother, a mother full of God, say with me, a mother full of God, are, are actually anointed by God. Uh, they're graced by God. 
with, with these qualities that just multiply themselves. Uh, and not only do they multiply themselves, but now they have characteristics that, that listen to what I'm going to say, these characteristics are so awesome and so beautiful. But listen to this, they keep, listen to what I'm going to say, they keep balance and they bring quality to our life. Now I want you to think about it for a moment. Let's just think, let's just, let's just get out of the box for a moment. What if there was, all of a sudden, there was no more mothers? And yet, all the women that had children, it all stopped. Think about, uh, we're a community with no more mothers. Have you ever passed by a park and seen it empty? Have you ever passed by a, 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 a toy store and seen it empty? Have you ever passed by an ice cream truck going down the road and no children chasing it? Come on, church, hallelujah, amen. Notice this. Now, now, how about going to all those places that I talked about and you hear children in the air? Oh, I love it when, when I'll just go and spend some time at the park praying, Pastor Christine and I, and in the background we hear children screaming. Oh, we hear babies crying. Oh, there's just, it's just an atmosphere that changes the whole quality of that experience. Now, notice this. Behind all that was because a mother was involved and a mother is there come on church uh, have you ever seen going back to the parks have you ever seen the mothers i love it when we go to lake hefner and we walk and i see mothers with you know now i see mothers jogging <laughs> jogging pushing a buggy I, i've seen these buggies that are awesome holiday man these buggies are i mean they're just moving and children are just enjoying the air they didn't have that when we were little of course <laughs> they didn't even have jogging when we were little amen mothers were at home doing their work <laughs> amen and so the quality of life became better and it's getting better and it's awesome you know think about that ice cream truck that they, they run and into mama it's something about they run to mama they can run to daddy and daddy the first thing it says no children always will remember father saying no what does dad say about everything he would always say no but it, whenever he would say no then i would or the child would say i'd run to mama and mama says oh just a little it wouldn't hurt them to have a little ice cream before before dinner come on church have you ever said that that's a quality of life that a child will never forget does anybody ever remember ice cream trucks going up and down your, your neighborhood? Hallelujah. I remember it was like about 4.30, 5 o'clock. Every day, this ice cream truck would come, and all the kids of the neighborhood were there. Hallelujah. Oh, we'd get sprinkles on ice cream. We'd get all kinds of things. But who was watching from the porch? Mama. Daddy was sleeping. But mama was watching Holly, amen. So do you see how it's changed? And a mother, a mother has power. Think about it. They have power to set the tone of your home. Listen to this. A mother sets the tone of their home. A mother can change the atmosphere of a home. A mother can change the atmosphere in a store, in a grocery store, an atmosphere at the workplace, uh, even, even in the city hall. I was, we were doing some praying one time in the city hall, and, and I was probably the only man there to pray, but everybody was women, and guess what? A lot of mamas had their child on their hips praying, hallelujah, amen. And so they were even making an impact at City Hall. So how is it done? Now notice this, I want you to open your Bible to Psalm 68, 11. Lord, show me something that I never saw in Psalm 68, 11, in verses 12. Now I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified. 
Now, somehow, the, the, the Greek root of this chapter talks about a woman. But in the Amplified, it brings it out. In Psalm 68, 11, and then we're going to read 12. Now, notice what it says in Psalm 68. Now, the reason why I just talked about all these characteristics, because this is what the Bible says. Now, notice what it says. The Lord gives the command to, to take Canaan. The woman who proclaims the good news are a great host. And then it says army. Now notice the King James doesn't say woman, but if you study the chapters or, or the verses above and beneath, he's talking about the woman here. Now notice what it says in verses 12. The king of the armies flee. Say with me, they flee. They, they, they flee. And the beautiful woman or women who remains at home divides the spoil left behind. Now, this is the Amplified. The Amplified found it so deep about a woman. Now, I looked at the Amplified, and I started studying the words here, and then I looked at it in, in mess, the Message Bible. Listen to what it says. While housewives, while housewives safe and sound back home, divide up the plunder, the plunder of the Canaanites that had the silver and the gold. Now, I want you to think about that. You always, yes, you always see the men at war. Yes, you always see the men in the front line. But you, you don't see what's happening back home. You don't see what's taking place back home. But now, this chapter or this particular verse talks about how God gave the command for the children of Israel to attack the Canaanites. But he said also the women who proclaim the good news are a great host of army. Now, what does that mean? Proclaim the good news. They're the encouragers back home while the men are on the front line facing the enemy. They're the ones in the back line. They're the ones back home encouraging one another, building one another. Think about, think about maybe there's a mother sad because her husband's in the front line may die. Well, that mother now is encouraging. If you think about it, if you think about the women during World War II, how the women Women or housewives or just women in particular, they worked the factories while the men were in battle. They, they made the planes. They made the fuselages. They made the bombs. Uh, think about it. I was looking at, at, a, at a documentary of Queen Elizabeth before she became a queen. Uh, her young life as a young person, she was literally going out to help the front line during World War II, uh, during the, 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 the height or the, the, the ending of World War I. Think about this. World War I, excuse me. And so we have to realize that this scripture does make sense when we see what took place in our life, in our life, when we saw World War II, when we saw the Vietnam War, the Korean War, when we saw the devastation. Think about it. Even today, the coronavirus, think about the nurses that are on the front lines right now. The nurses, the nurses that, that literally are giving up their, their lives and their children to be in the front lines and they only communicate to their children through, through, through FaceTime, whatever it may be. This scripture here came alive to me. It says the housewives are safe, but also they bring the good news. They're like the great host of an army. That's what stood out to me. They are like the great host of an army. What's God saying? Mothers. Mothers are like army uh, 
platoons working together to bring great things. That's why, that's why the devil tries to destroy the family unit. That's why the devil is trying to destroy the mother image, trying to destroy the woman image, trying to destroy uh, what, it, what the Bible talks about a woman or a mother. You see what I'm saying? It's amazing where, where, where now we're living in a, in a life, in a, in a time where we're seeing it's perverted. Things are perverted. Things are happening so different. Why do you see all this? Because I see that this is the key here. If the enemy can destroy mothers, then he can destroy children. And if he can destroy children, he can destroy the world. You see what I'm saying? And this is what we're looking at. Now, I want you to see something. In the Bible, uh, we're, they're, they're, it's full of examples of women. But I want you to see something. The first mother that I want to talk to you about is the mother of Jesus. We can't pass her up because she became a great example. But let's look beyond. Let's look deeper in the anointing of, her, of this mother. And as we look at these three mothers, I want you to think about these three mothers were, were, were designed, developed, created by God to do great things for our community, for the world, right? Or the, the land. But also, I want you to think about mothers. Mothers, you, God, gave you a miracle to become a mother. And you have a great responsibility that's set before you. Think about it. Grandchildren are coming. Great-grandchildren are coming. The Lord tarries. Great, 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 great. It just moves on and on. So what you do today as a young mother or as a mother that's already raised children, what you do today will still make an impact, as God says, like the armies of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Now that's what it says in John. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah. Say with me, Happy Mother's Day. To all the beautiful mothers, hallelujah, amen. All the mothers, hallelujah, amen. John, the second chapter. Now, let's, let's dissect this. The first mother is Jesus' mother. And the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Isn't that amazing how it immediately talks about and, say with me, and. The mother of Jesus was there. Come on, church, amen. That right there tells me the author now wants to magnify the mother. Come on. Yes, we see the magnification of the miracle of Jesus, but now the Holy Ghost is saying, now look at the mother of Jesus. Amen. Come on, church, can you see this? Now notice what it, notice what it says. Hallelujah, amen. <laughs> and the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Notice what it says here. Go ahead and stay here, sweetie. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. Amen? And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him. Now notice this. Mother of Jesus said unto Jesus, they have no wine. Now, now, look at the mother now. There's something that the Holy Ghost is doing here now. Something the Holy Ghost is doing here. Because see, if, if there is a marriage, why did Jesus get in, why did Jesus' mother get involved with the concern of not having wine? It could have been the, the host concern. There's no wine. Jesus said unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? Question mark. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to see this. This is a son now telling, woman, I mean, this is not my wedding. What, 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 
Come on, mama. What you want me to do here, mama? I, I, what do you want me to do? You know, what the, then he says, it's not my time yet. Now notice that means Jesus and mama talked about his timing. That means Jesus and mama talked about what they were going to do. That means mama was telling Jesus, Jesus, you're, you're the lamb of God. You're the salvation to the people of Israel. Uh, mama, mama, I know, mama, I know. You can, you can just imagine, right? Just imagine. We're just putting a little imagination here. Amen. And the Lord doesn't mind if we put this in there. Amen. His mother said unto the servants. Now, the mother of Jesus ignores Jesus, what he's saying, because she's mama. Has your mama ever ignored you when you said something? Right? But you know, you know, she knows what she's doing. She still remembers what you said, but she kind of acting like she ignored you. Amen. And so his mother said unto the servants, whatever he saith unto you, do. Tell me, do, do. And there were set there six water pots of stone, and after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three of firkin space, Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim, and he said unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants withdrew the water, knew the governor of the feast called the bridegroom. And so, so it, we know the story, we know the story, we know the story. But I want to go back to Jesus' mother. Jesus' mother... I see something in verses 3. Go back to verses 3. And they wanted wine. This is a Holy Ghost mom now that is now sensitive to the things around her. She's sensitive. Now, I want you to think about this. Mothers under the divine guidance of the Holy Ghost. Divine guidance by the word of God. And by faith and being a mother now by the Holy Spirit, I say, think what I'm saying. By the Holy Spirit is sensitive to the things that are taken around her, are sensitive. So in other words, a mother should always recognize that God, because of the anointed honor. Remember, we talked about these characteristics. We talked about these giftings. We talked about who, how they're made are always going to be used of God in times that God wants to use them. Come on, church. Amen. Now, it's amazing Where's the father? Where's, where where, where, where is, is Jesus' stepfather here? Where are the men that are really the wine drinkers? Where are they? What are they doing? But now the mother. So I see in verse 3 that there was no wine, so I put in my heart to say she was sensitive. There was an indication in her spirit. Now notice what I'm saying. An indication came in her spirit placed by the Holy Ghost to lead her son into what God was going to do next. Come on, church. It's amazing. A mother has sensitivity to be able to be used. Are you listening, church? They have sensitivity to know what God's going to do in this atmosphere or in this time. There's something about a mother. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember when, when I went to preach uh, uh, where I grew up as a little boy. I went to a church and in, in, in Blue Island, Illinois, and my mom and daddy was there. Christine didn't go that time. Pastor Christine didn't go, but, but, but I went. It was my first time back at the church where I was born to preach, and my pastor that was my godfather, we would call godfather, was sitting front row to see me preach. Notice this. My mother made that 
direction put that in plan and didn't little did I know that little did I know that you know I'm excited that I'm gonna preach at a church where I'm gonna that I grew up but never did I realize after the fact after the fact that my godfather which was a pastor for many years was still living about after that visit we went back with my family a year later and my pastor went on to the Lord but he told me he said son I dedicated you to the Lord and now to see you preach that was exciting and thank God for that hallelujah who had the plan of that mama amen how Holy Spirit allowed us to go all the way 3,000 miles to preach at a church where I was baptized, I was born, I grew up, and he was my pastor, became my godfather, and he never, he, he didn't see me any longer as, a, as an adult, but I went back as an adult and preached the message, and I said, Mama, wow, the Holy Ghost did something wonderful. Thank you, Mama. Sensitive. Come on, church. Amen. There's an indication because of this sensitivity that the Holy Spirit is leading mothers to do something. In this case, Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus, was sensitive to this wedding. She could have been all in the flesh. She could have been all in a Yahoo moment, all excited because they're barbecuing, and there's a wedding, and Jesus, come on, get some more wine going. But no, she's more sensitive. Uh, something that the Holy Ghost is doing that's pushing her son, now notice what I'm going to say, pushing her son to produce altogether the first miracle in his ministry. Mama was the one involved. Do you see this, church? Hallelujah, amen. And then verse 4, look at verse 4. Come on, church, get excited about this. This is not passed you by. You still are effective as a mother. Hallelujah, amen. Even as a grandmother, even as a, as a senior, great-great-grandmother, whatever. Uh, listen, it's not too late. You can still believe God that God can still use you under that anointing. Hallelujah, amen. Verse 4, notice what it says in that same chapter now. Verse 4, hallelujah, amen. Oh, Jesus, say with me, hallelujah. Verse 4. Now, now notice what it says here. I'll turn the page without realizing. Jesus said unto her. Notice what Jesus said unto her. Verse 3. And ver, ver, verse 4. And Jesus said unto her, woman, what, if I, what have I to do with thee? Question mark. My hour is not yet come. So notice this. He knew he was going to do something, but he didn't realize it was that moment. So it could have been that Jesus was now in the flesh. Could have been Jesus was caught up in the excitement. And then mama now is stirring him to do something that Jesus was going to do for the rest of his life. Be a miracle maker. Come on, church. Amen. So what do I see when he said my hour has not come? I see mama discerning. I see mama discerning for the miracle that was going to take place. I see mama uh, noticing that not only was she sensitive, now she's discerning. So Jesus, the only, the, Jesus could only do what the father said for him to do. Amen. So now notice this. So now she's discerning. He hears the father. And the miracle is done. Come on, church. Can you say amen? So in other words, not only is mama discerning, 
but she was sensitive. But look at verses 5 now. Oh, I get excited about verses 5. And I see this quality in a lot of mothers. I see it in my wife. I see it in my mother. I see it in my sisters. I see this quality. Women that are strong in the Lord, that know the word, that are full of the Holy Ghost. I see this. He said in verses 5, uh, verses 5 said, his mother said unto the servants. Notice this. From, from jumping from one point, she jumped to say, whatever he saith unto you, do it. That's faith. Right there, she quickened and turned around and used faith. Not only to Jesus, she knew that her son was going to be obedient. She was discerning and he was going to do a first miracle. So she immediately turned around and said, just do what my son tells you to do. Amen. The anointing took off and that's how the precious Turn, the turning of event happens. So in other words, Jesus now, this mother, stirred up the gifting, stirred up the anointing to arise at that moment, at that moment, to bring, to bring praise unto God and to bring Jesus in the awareness. It's time. It's time. It's time. For you see, it was the first miracle of Jesus. First miracle of Jesus. And I want you to think about it. Going back to when I first preached that sermon, I want you to think about this. Think about how my mother felt when she saw me preach the first sermon uh, or at the, that first time at that church where I grew up, where I was born, where that pastor. And a year later, Pastor Christine met my, my godfather pastor. He died a year later. I remember visiting his home, and he was just in a rocking chair. He was an old senior, very, very, very you know, just full of God, and he would look, go to sleep, and we'd just say, our, our children were there, and he'd wake up, and he'd look at me and say, man, I, I just get excited to see you as a pastor, as a preacher. Oh, go back to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But, but the thing that I get excited was, now that I understand something, how did my mother feel sitting at that very moment? Think about how Jesus' mother felt. Think about how she felt to see, to see her son make the wine in this festival and it was heralded all over the place but listen what the conversation was about the mother of jesus told jesus to do it jesus was not prepared but the mother everybody do you remember that they, they probably were talking all it was history it was history for this chapter to start off with the mother of Jesus was there, tells you that this, the author, which is Luke, wanted you to know something so important about the mother. So what I want to say about a mother under this scripture is mothers are led by the Holy Spirit to affect their children. I want to say it again. Mothers are led by the Holy Spirit to affect their children, to affect their children, to affect their children. Now, on the other hand, Satan also wants mothers to affect their children. You see what I'm saying? But we as believers, full of the word of God, full of the believing, uh, we believe the anointing is strong on every mother by faith in Jesus' name. Say with me, amen. Come on. Come on, church. Say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's look at Matthew 15. This is, now this one really, it, it, it just doesn't top Jesus' mother, but it is a mother. And we're found in Matthew 15. Now, this one here, I saw some pretty strong stuff here. I see some strong women here. I see this woman. She's the Canaanite woman. She's the, uh, so um, uh, the woman, uh, so I, uh, how would you pronounce it? She's a, uh, uh, the Canaanite woman, but the Bible calls her, uh, she's a Seraphian. 
Syrophoenician. I couldn't even pronounce that. Amen. Notice what it says. Thank you, Pastor Christine. Notice what it says in, 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 in Matthew 15. Now, let's pick it up. Let, let's pick up right at verses 22. Amen. This is a woman here, but she's from another country. Verses 22. Oh, verses 21, excuse me. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Now, Jesus went thence and departed to the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, now notice this. The Bible says, and behold. This tells you, look. Behold means now look. A woman of Canaan came out of the same coast. She was Greek. She was not Jewish. She was Greek. Came out of the same coast. And cried unto Jesus, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. Now notice this. If you have a pencil underlined, Lord, son of David. How does she call, why would she call him Lord, son of David, when, when first of all, she's a heathen? First of all, heathens do not believe in Jesus. And the gospel of Jesus this moment was not given to the heathen. But somehow... She went beyond her tradition. She went beyond her belief. Now, that's like Pastor Christine. Pastor Christine was raised Catholic. I don't know how, if many of you were raised Catholic. She was raised Catholic. But notice this. Her mother or her grandmother got saved under a Pentecostal holiness tent. And then her mother, which they call her pistol-packing mini, her mother owned a bar. Not a lot of you did know that, did you? Pastor Christine's mama owned, owned a bar, but she had a pistol. She was a tough cookie. Amen. That's probably why they call you cookie. <laughs> and she had, a, she, had a, she had a switchblade put in her hair, bun bun. That's when they wore all that hair high, right? She was tough. I mean, listen, my father says, you, you didn't cross pistol pack in my mini, right? But she got saved. Her grandmother, her mother got her saved. She got saved. And then from there... Pastor Christine's family or her children started getting saved. Pastor Christine still remembers getting, going to the Catholic church and then now getting a hold of Jesus. So somebody had to step out of the boundary of Catholicism. Come on, church. Y'all with me? Somebody had to step out of that bonds of Catholicism. So thank God for your great, your grandmother, hallelujah. Thank God for your grandmother. Thank God for my, my father. My father was, was, got stabbed in a, in, in a bar was going to die and he went to church he he told his my mother uh take me to church got healed the pastor laid hands on him uh, he got saved got delivered and got saved and now thank god for my father thank god that my father and my mom it was my mother that got saved first my mother got saved first and my father didn't want to go to church so he went to a bar had a fight with and his best friend stabbed him and was going left for dead in the bar. But thank God that he got saved. Remember my mother. My mother would tell him about Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Now this is what happened here. So in other words, she had some kind of history here. Son of David, my daughter is grieved, vexed with the devil, possessed with the devil. Now this is a mom now. But he answered her not a word. Jesus answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him saying, send her away for she crieth after us. So she, they were bothered. But verse 24 but he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Jesus is telling her what he sent for. Verses 25. Then came she and worshipped him. Something about her falling to her feet. The Bible says she fell to her feet to worship him. She said, Lord, help me. This is a mother now. Going beyond 
the 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 the, the her legacy or or her her where she was raised, how she was raised, her tradition. But he answered and said, "It is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to the dogs." Now this may sound tough, but something's happening here. And she said, "Truth, truth, Lord." Yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered, oh, hallelujah, and said unto her, oh, woman, oh, hallelujah, oh, woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Come on, church, can you see something here? I, I want you to see something here. I want you to see something here. Now, now, let me read it to you from the Amplified, verses 28. Look at verses 28, where, where, where Jesus answered. Jesus answered her, this woman, this Greek woman in the region of Canaan. He answered, woman, your faith, now this literally says in the Amplified, your personal trust in confidence in my great power. It will be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that moment. What do we see here? I see a mother that had persistent faith. I see a mother that decided, I'm going to break the boundaries of my tradition because my daughter is vexed. I don't know if her tradition didn't believe in healing. Evidently it didn't. Because she broke loose and she called him my Lord. She bowed down to him. So what I see that she broke out and she was persistent. Now notice this. By her faith. Now listen to what we're going to see now. The mother now. By her faith, it moved the clock forward. And a movement began among the Gentile world. One woman. Now, you may see that she, Jesus healed her daughter. Yes, he did. But let's look beyond it. After that, the Holy Ghost was moving. The Spirit of God, the plan of God was to move among the Gentile world. And that's where Peter and Paul came in. But think about this woman. This woman started a movement. Think about what happened when she went back to Canaan. Think about what happened when she went back to her family or to her tradition. Think about what happened. She says, this man Jesus, which is, the, which is the Son of God, which is our Lord, we need to worship him. Think about the salvation that she brought, the excitement that she brought to her family about now her daughter being vexed, healed, with, from, healed from a devil. Amen. So in other words, I see faith in a mother. I see a forward movement in a mother. But what I also saw, and I want you to think about what I saw here. Think about this. Mothers never give up. And let me say it again. Mothers never give up, no matter how long it takes. Think about it. Mothers never gave up. And let me say it again. Mothers do never give up on your children. Never give up on your children. Don't turn your backs on them. Don't give up. They may be out in the streets. They may be hurting you. They may do this. But you keep believing God because they're your children. You keep believing God. Don't never give up. And ne mothers never give up. God operates through a persistent mother come on mothers god loves a persistent mother of one that is preserving under these conditions think about it hallelujah amen there's a song that uh, a country singer wrote and it talked about it's about a, 
a, a truck driver pulled over from the highway to call his mother. And it's a beautiful song. It's an old song, country writer. And now uh, uh, they turned it into a Spanish song, and it's a Christian beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. It talks about, I stopped by to call you, mama. And in that, he's talking to his mother. I want, I want to just tear up a little. He's talking to his mother, mama, you never gave up on me, mama. You never gave up on me. So mama got on the phone, and she started crying on the other and saying, I never gave up on you, son. When you're coming home, he says, mama, I'm headed home now through this highway. I'm coming home now. He thinks about, we think about the prodigal son, right? But think about it. How did he have strength to call his mother? He, will, he never forgot his mother. Think about it. Children will never get, forget their mothers. Amen. Children will never forget their mothers. Uh, children will never forget their fathers, but there's something about a mother that they will never forget. They'll, it'll always impact their hearts. It'll always impact them. Think about all the, 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 the authors are always writing something special about their mothers. Amen. Come on. So I saw something so good. Mothers never give up. Tell me, mothers never give up. Never give up, no matter how long it takes. Don't give up on your children. God loves a preserving woman, hallelujah, or a preserving mother, hallelujah. Amen. Can you say amen? Are you excited about that? So in other words, Jesus' mother stirred Jesus to do this. Now, this mother stirred the movement to bring the gospel to the Gentile worlds. Two mothers are ready. Come on, church. Amen. Let's look at a third mother, and then we're going to close and pray. Amen. Are you getting some, church? Hallelujah. Let's get excited about this. Amen. Thank God for mothers. So, me, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. You, you got to tell somebody happy Mother's Day. Call your children. Call your wife. Call somebody and say happy Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have no mother, you have no wife, no children, then say, say happy Mother's Day to somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. Tell the guy down the road, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Second Kings, the fourth chapter. Now, this is, this is a powerful story. Second Kings, the fourth chapter, verses one. This is a mother that, uh, first of all, was in the ministry. Uh, her, her husband was a prophet. This tells me the prophet was not sharp in preparing for his future or for his wife. Now, notice what it says in chapter four. Now, there cried a certain woman, so what is, this, what is this author trying to bring you here? Talk about the woman. Are y'all with me, church? Now, there was a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha. So he was a pretty, pretty, pretty big prophet here for hanging around with Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And it's like saying, but the creditors has come to take unto him away my two sons to be bondsmen, slaves. Listen, in these days, if you lose your children to slaves, you'll never get them back. You, they will never pay. You can never pay them back unless you literally come up with a lot of money. So she's, she's just like a mother today, concerned, concerned. When my son got in trouble years ago, years ago, uh, my, my thought was, let him learn for what he did. Let him learn. Let him just hang in there. But I remember my mama. I mean, I remember my, my Pastor Christine. She looked at me with crying eyes. She says, no. We got to do everything we can to help him. 
When I saw those eyes, it showed me something different about the love that, that she had. And, and yes, I love my son, but there's, there's something about a mama. I mean, I know there's some tough mamas too, but there was something that I saw here. So I, I relate this. I relate this. Then Elisha said unto the mother, what shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, thine husband hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. So in other words, they, they repossessed the whole things in the house. All she had was a pot of oil. Then he said, go borrow the vessels abroad, and of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door open unto thee, uh, and upon thy son, shut thy door. And thou shalt pour out into all thy vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him, the prophet, and shut the doors upon her and upon her sons who brought in the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her sons, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stopped, stayed. Verse 7, Then she came and told the man of God, Elisha, and said, God, uh, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live and thy children and thy children of the rest. Now notice this, live thou, pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. This stood out to me. I'm going to read it to you again. He said, pay thy debt, live thou and thy children of the rest. So in other words, the prophet said, listen, now the rest means your future, your grandchildren. This woman became very wealthy because later on we find her as the same woman that built the upper chamber for the prophet. Very wealthy, very prestigious. A woman that knew the king, knew the rulers, knew the authorities. Very respected later on. And she had servants later on. We find that out. So what's this telling me? I'm seeing something here. I'm seeing in verses 1, she didn't want her sons to be taken as slaves. What mother wants her child to be a slave? Now notice this. Look at it through the eyes of the Spirit. What mother wants her son to be a slave of Satan? That's why mothers have an anointing to do something to change a son or her daughter. Come on, church. Amen. Uh, my mother to this day stands on the belief that all her children will serve the Lord. All her children will serve the Lord. Amen. It may be some wild oats out there, people that are planting wild oats, but that's her belief. So in other words, she doesn't want any of her children to be taken slaves. You should never want your children as slaves to Satan. Never. Mothers. Mothers are the ones that stand strong. In verses 2, she releases a seed. Verses 2, she releases a seed. I see something in verse 2. Now notice this. We see in chapter 4... Oh, say with me, amen. In, in verses 2, Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me what thou hast in thy house. What do you have that can be a seed for the breakthrough that you need, woman? And she said, a pot of oil. A pot of oil. A pot of oil. She has nothing in there, no furniture. Nothing in there. Her husband didn't prepare her future for her. He was not smart in some sense. But notice this. Now they're coming after her son. And she, all she has is, one pot of oil, and she uses a seed. Listen, listen. Mothers are always planting seed for the future of their generation. 
Come on, church. Mothers should always plant seeds, seeds for your children. Think about it. You, you have a powerful gifting. You have an anointing to be released upon you when you, when you sow into your future. M many, many ungodly ones don't think that way because they don't know the process of who they are. But once they know the process of who they are, man, seeds are coming out for their future. They don't think about, they, they believe that Jesus Christ is coming, but they're living like they're going to live thousands of years still because seeds are out there seeds out there think about that hallelujah amen think about the seeds oh i remember my grandmother always planting seeds for her for for her grandchildren for my future oh and i my mother and now my wife and and now mothers of the kingdom of god planting seeds seed 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 i, I know a, a woman that said told us that, that she was always planting seeds to R. roberts R. roberts ministry i'll tell you she's from california she was always planting seeds and she she would plant seeds for her future and for her children she didn't even have children at the but she was planting seeds to R. roberts and all of a sudden uh guess what her she she had four girls, and now these four girls are big. They're all professionals. But listen to this. The day came that all Roberts invited her to, when all Roberts in his last days moved to California, he, he invited her and her husband to his home to talk to her, to talk to them. Think about the seed that she sowed. All of a sudden, he invited her to, to her, his house, and she blessed, he blessed her daughters. They're big daughters now, big girls. He blessed them, blessed them. He says, Dr. O'Rourish, I want to tell you something. When, before I ever got pregnant, I was planting seed to your ministry for my girls, for my children. Here they stand before you. What a powerful return, right? Come on, church. Amen. So, so in other words, she was planting seed. Listen, listen to what I see. What do I see in verses 3? Come on. Tell me verses 3. Hallelujah. Amen. Verses 3. What do I see in verses 3? Come on, church. Then he said, go borrow the vessels. In other words, go, go ask neighbors for borrowing. What do I see here? What do I see here? She releases her faith on that word. She releases her faith on that word. Go borrow vessels abroad of thy neighbors, and even empty vessels borrow not a few. What does she do? She stands on that word. She stands on that word and releases faith. Mothers, stand on the word of God and release your faith. Come on. Stand on the word of God and release your faith. Come on. I need to hear some amens. Hallelujah. Amen. Stand on the word of God and release your faith. Come on. And keep standing on the word of God. Come on. Keep standing on the word of God. If you've got preachers and pastors that gave you a word, you stand on that word. You stand on that word. Stand on that word. Stand on that word. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't ever think, well, that'll never happen to me. If God said it, it will. And if a godly person told you that under the anointing, or if your pastors told you, it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, church. Amen. She stood on that word, and she was delivered. Verses 4. Look at verses 4 now. And when there art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon the, thee and upon thy sons, and thou shalt pour out all these vessels. Thou shalt set aside that which is full. Listen to this. What do I see here? She, by obeying the word, became debt-free, became very prosperous, and she set her sons free. I want you to see a picture of this. I want you to see a picture of this. She's going now to this owner or this slave owner and paying all that they owe. Now, get a picture of this. And all of a sudden, she turns to her sons, and she tells her sons, boys, let's go home. 
let's go home hallelujah amen let's go home hallelujah amen so she became debt free so in other words what i see here a mother stands for what is right listen to this stands for what is right to defend and protect her children so in other words you thought a man can stand and protect as i said earlier a mother you just don't cross the mother with her children come on i've heard that have you heard that saying bless her children you'll have a happy mother Bless, bless that child, you'll have a happy father. Come on, church, amen. There's something about your children, amen. That's why when the enemy comes against your children, listen, listen to what I'm going to say. And, and don't look at it in the natural, look, look at it in the spiritual. When the enemies come against your children, there's something that rises up in a mother. She has two choices to make. Do I defend them in the natural, or do I get after it in the spirit? And the effective way is after the spirit. Because God says, God will deliver you. God will set you free. Listen, he says, touch not my anointed ones. We always look at the preachers and pastors, but we're talking about anointed mothers. Don't cross an anointed mother. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. Say with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So these are just a few mothers that we talk about in the Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, there's, it's, it's just, there's so many. There's so many. Amen. So, but mothers made a difference. Mothers made a difference. We can sure glean from these three mothers. So mothers, I want to ask you, I'm going to encourage you, glean from these three mothers. It, 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 now notice this, there's no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. I rebuke condemnation. But I encourage you to bring the word of God to bring strong conviction in you so that you can move into this realm. Come on, church, amen. And if you're already in that realm, keep moving higher. Don't, don't feel that you're, that you're old-fashioned. No, 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 keep moving that realm. You know, think about it. Mothers prepare meals. Oh, yes, fathers do too. But there's something about a mother. Have you ever eaten your mother's meal? Have you ever eaten your mother's milk? When I go to Houston, mama, mama says, why, why, why do you always want to go to the restroom, restaurant? Why do you always want to go to the restaurants? Why don't you come home? I'll cook. I'll look at my sister. Uh-uh, let's, let's go to mama's house, mama's house. And, and I, love, I love mama's cooking holiday. Come on, church. Something about that holiday, amen? See, the world tries to shift things around. Well, I don't cook. I'm a mother, but I don't cook any longer. Well, yeah, I think you need to change that. Come on, church. Amen. Can you say amen? Nobody's saying amen out there. Amen. So the greatest lesson we can learn is that the responsibility of motherhood is great. The responsibility of motherhood is great, but the rewards in heaven are even greater. Can you say amen? Now let's close our Bible, or let's close this sermon by going to Psalms or Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. Happy Mother's Day, anointed mothers of God. And I also say it by faith to those mothers that will come to know Jesus. I call you blessed. I call you blessed mothers of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Mothers, mothers that have anointed. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to, let's go to Proverbs 31. In fact, that's the one that, that we close with. But let, me, let, me read. let me read it. Are you there, church? Let's look at 31. Close it with 31 now. Give her the fruit of her hands. And let her own work, let her own work praise her in the gates. Give her the fruit of her, of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. Now let's look at it through the, the Good News Bible. Give her credit for all she does. She deserves the respect of everyone. So 
as we close our Bibles, mothers will be respected, shall be respected, and will carry a great honor of being called a mother. Happy Mother's Day. We celebrate you today. We celebrate all the mothers in this building. All the mothers in this building. We celebrate you. Because you've made our life better. As a man, think about it. As a husband, you've made our life better. This morning I got up to just appreciate my wife. And I said, happy Mother's Day. You made me a father. She says, you made me a mother. And I thought about that. I says, you know, now our children all love the Lord. All are honoring the Lord. Are still in, not one of my children are, are backslidden. Thank God they all serve the Lord. They love the Lord, going to church. And now my grandchildren are being raised in honoring the Lord. And if the Lord tarries my great-grandchildren. That's why you don't cross a mother's path and allow Satan to come in to destroy a home. Amen. Let's stand up. Everyone here, hallelujah, amen. Did you get something, everybody here, everybody here, hallelujah. Let's just, let's, just, let's just lift our hands, everyone here. I want all the mothers, if you would just lift your hands to the Lord, those that are watching, all of us lift our hands, but I want to bless the mothers now. Father, under this anointing, Lord, I feel your anointing so strong. So Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this beautiful, precious time, Lord, and this, this wonderful celebration of mothers, Lord. We bless our mothers. So, Lord, I bless mothers today in the name of Jesus. I bless the mothers in this building. I bless them in Jesus' wonderful, anointed name. I bless the mothers that are watching through streaming, through online. I bless them through Oasis Fellowship, through Spring, Texas, through those in Louisiana, all over the world. I bless you in the name of Jesus by the anointing that I recognize that's on you by God. You are anointed, have qualities that no one can have because you are specially designed to be a mother, mother of anointing. And Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' name, and I give you praise. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this day. And Lord, as Pastor Christine prayed today, for those that don't have mothers or those that are missing their mothers or mothers that are hurting or, or whatever it may be, Lord. Lord, I agree in the name of Jesus that you sent forth your peace upon all the mothers that are living today that for some reason have not seen family or don't want to see family. Whatever it may be, Lord, Lord, and we know that this is not you. This is Satan that's working here to bring destruction. But Lord, nevertheless, we release a peace upon them. A peace upon every mother. Every mother that's maybe behind prison right now. Oh, Jesus. We send a peace to them. Comfort them, Lord. Every mother, every, every mother that can't see their mother that's probably in a nursing home. Lord, I pray peace. I pray for the, the, the mother that's in the nursing home, the, that you bring her peace during this time. I can't see her family. Pray for peace 
for those in the hospital. I pray for the mothers that are overseas defending our country that, that are not home with their children. I pray peace upon them in the name of Jesus. I pray for mothers everywhere, everywhere. Thank you, Lord, for the Christian mothers. But Lord, right now we pray for the unbelieving mother. Let's just pray right now for the unbelieving mother. I pray for the unbelieving mother. Touch their hearts. Soften their hearts. Open their eyes that they may see Jesus. They may know it is the hope of their calling. And I pray somehow, some ways today, the anointing touches them, that you cause a miracle. Yes, Lord, a miracle right now. In Jesus' wonderful name. Oh, I feel that anointing. I feel the wind of the Spirit of God moving. The wind of the anointing of God. Go and comfort them, mothers. Open their eyes and bring mending back. Bring relationships back. Bring love back. Oh, bring respect one another. In the name of Jesus. And I pray for peace today. Peace on every mother throughout this land. In Jesus' name, I give you praise. Amen. I want everybody, I want other mothers in this house and there, say with me, I'm blessed. Say with me, I'm blessed. Mothers, say, I'm blessed. Say with me, I'm blessed because I'm anointed to be a mother. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Teresa. Happy Mother's Day, Teresa. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to, to my sister Linda. That's watching Pastor Linda. Help me out. Tanja. Oh, yeah, mother, sister Rosemary. Tanja. Uh, and then uh, uh, Jennifer from, from, uh, from Louisiana. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, Tanja's sister. Uh, we don't know her name, but anyway. Angie, happy Mother's Day, Angie. And then uh, I want to go all the way to spring. Uh, uh, Lala, happy Mother's Day. And then mothers that we don't know if you're watching, happy Mother's Day to you, okay? Happy Mother's Day. God bless you. Let's give the Lord a praise. Come on. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Amen. Well, be blessed today. Be blessed. Go through the drive-thru, whatever you need to get. Get, your, get you a Big Mac, whatever, whatever it may be. Get you something. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't go to the restaurant. Just go to the drive-thru and just, just have a great time. Mother's Day, amen, and watch a good movie or something tonight, get, you know, whatever, holla, amen. The Jesus movie's coming back. TBN has such a great response to the Jesus movie, and so it's coming back for one day, so you got to find out when it's coming, amen. It's a powerful movie, and, and so we're excited, amen. All right, folks, remember, Jesus is Lord. We love you. Have a beautiful day in Jesus, amen. Bye-bye, folks. Bye-bye.